ஜாவாஸ்டிக் and let's say you have a uh, website name so that name will be mapped to an ip address and that ip address will be pointing towards the server where you are keeping those html and javascript files so that is how the mapping works and we have to host our application code and everything on a server in order to make it available to public so initially main frames were being used and there is an option that people can use just their in house pcs and servers and uh, make their application public by opening up their network towards the public uh, world wide web then the option came of using virtual machines so virtual machines are something that um, <clears throat> that kind of shares your infrastructure into uh, you know different different compartments where different operating systems can be configured and they can keep on running so yeah so you can see here that infrastructure is here then there is hypervisor hypervisor is software which uh, uses the underlying infrastructure and make it available for virtualization so virtualization is really uh, important factor here which uh, enables the products like virtual machine uh, oracle virtual machine virtual box those kind of products to Uh, share the infrastructure between different applications and in this case those applications are nothing but virtual machines running okay let's move on so compact linuxes so what happened was people started working uh, on creating a compact linux basically how the by removing unnecessary binaries some hardware related drivers which are not not actually required um for a compact linux and uh, removing ui and ui related code and we came up with a linux which can be as small as a 5 mb so you can check alpine linux on docker hub it's just a 5 mb linux and it only includes the bare minimum um, you know bare minimum code to run a basic linux operating system this one so what is docker <clears throat> so definition wise docker is a platform that uses os level virtualization okay let's pause here virtualization the virtualization which i mentioned for virtual machines so docker uses virtualization but on operating system level to run isolated software packages so isolated is another keyword so the containers or packages running inside docker are isolated from each other and the operating system there is a key factor here with their own operating environment so every package which is running inside docker can be 
like can be made to do a specific task one docker container can be just for a node server one docker container can be for a front end one docker container can be for database one for caching so everyone will uh, have their own configuration and their own operating environment so docker helps us uh, facilitate this whole scenario with their docker daemon which we install on the systems small so docker image what is a docker image so we'll just uh, go through some terminologies which are used in docker so you'll get to know more about it so docker image so docker container image is a lightweight standalone executable package so lightweight as i said alpine just 5mb so it can be lightweight standalone executable package so as it is isolated it itself can take care of all the environments all the required binaries and it can run so it doesn't require anything from outside standalone package of software that includes everything needed to run an application so every time we create a docker image or a docker container the sole purpose of doing that is to run some application some binary inside that or is it just no use of doing it so <clears throat> that's why docker image should contain everything required for that application to run so that includes code runtime uh, system tools system libraries settings all those things whatever is required for a particular application to run inside docker all those things will be available in the image let's move on docker container so let's go by definition and explain docker container is a runtime it's a runtime isolated lightweight environment so docker image was just a executable package but docker container is a runtime isolated lightweight environment so you can think of an image as a class and container as an object so image is just a blueprint and container is actual runtime environment so created using corresponding docker image so that checks out every container has a corresponding docker image to run an application with all its dependencies because those dependencies will be present in docker image itself so yeah you can see the difference between how the virtual image uh, virtual machines and containers work so uh, we have infrastructure in both side both side have open system here we have hypervisor and here we have container engine but with virtual machines every vm will have its own operating system its own you know binaries and everything and on top of that the apps will live but in case of containers it will only have the binaries and uh, you know files in the operating system required to run that particular application so it will be lightweight so yeah also when you run a docker image you get a docker container small thing so docker volumes so when when you're running a docker and let's say when you're running a node backend on docker and basically that backend is receiving files from some front end and that backend is supposed to save it so in such a cases whenever you stop a container or in such a cases uh, when you stop the process when you stop the backend server and you restart it 
the expectation should is that the files which were uploaded in, in the previous run those files should be available but in case of a, a generic docker container it's not possible because every time we run a container it starts fresh and there is no data there is no unnecessary things which are there when you uh, when you run it first time and you upload some files those files will be present in the docker container as long as the container is running but the moment you stop the container those files will be lost so to solve this problem and to uh, you know have a persistent file storage docker has docker volumes so what you can do is you can in docker volumes you actually attach a folder in your host system to a folder inside docker and basically the uh, we have to mount the host folder on the docker folder and the docker process can directly access the folder so um back in the sessionality easily so this is docker container and docker container has let's say this folder inside it slash data and you created one folder in your operating system called data or anything else you want but you can mount this folder onto this folder so that every time the process inside docker saves any file in the data folder in that docker container that will be directly sent to the uh folder which is inside your host system so it's like uh, attaching a, or uh, if you have used via virtual machine oracle virtual box so there also they had facilities of mounting folders so that mounting capability is implemented in the form of docker volumes but made pretty easy to manage it as compared to the virtual box environment so why docker so the first and most important thing it solves the problem of it works on my system so developers develop some application he's installing n number of dependencies the application is using different different binaries it has a database so whenever you are uh, developing an application there are a lot of dependencies on the development machine itself and now let's say you have pushed the code and someone else is pulling it and trying to run it in their system but if they forget to install even a single dependency they forget to uh, run the npm install or some version of particular package is mismatching you use node 14 but they are using node 12 so there are a lot of problems when it uh, when it comes to just uh, like picking up a code and putting it in someone else's system and trying to run it but docker solves this problem why the same thing as docker in docker whenever you create an image for a particular application that image contains all the dependencies all the versions everything needed to run that particular application the whole and sole you know intention of creating a docker image is to be able to run that application so that's why it solves the it works on my system problem then it is lightweight and isolated yes we have mentioned that multiple times interoperable so one docker image can run on windows the same image can run on linux the same image can run on mac so it works on all the operating system that is one of the uh, power which gives docker because when you are working in a team where where there are like different developers different testers business analysts everyone is using different different operating system on their system like you cannot expect a business person to use linux 
because they don't have much use of it so this basically solves that problem because one docker image will work everywhere uh, it works great with ci cd so ci cd is continuous integration and continuous development so continuous integration means wherever you are writing a new code and you are pushing that code automatically that code will whenever the code reaches the github or any uh, you know uh, devops software you are using to manage your code automatically it will create a docker image from your code it will test it and it will it can deploy it also at the same time so that is what means ci cd and docker is really good with like, good for ci cd because the ci cd just need to know what is the name of the docker container and directly using that name they can uh, you know the ci cd is able to deploy it on cloud or uh, any other vm which you're hosting anywhere the way you want same thing ci cd comes under devops only so devops are really easy with docker uh, and docker is helpful while development as well so okay so let's say one person is handling three different projects and for one project he has to use node 14 for one project he is using node 12 so node versions are different let's say for one project he has to use uh, mongodb but other one expect him to use sql some other one they are expecting him to use postgres sql so this person has to install all these software in a system just in order to run the projects and he is not using them every time he he is just using mongodb and the, these are softwares when he wants to run the run his code but if that developer uses docker containers instead of you know installing everything on his system and using it starting a service stopping that service is easy like just you know few few clicks or just two 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 commands and you can just run like run and stop any container you want so uh, even in development it helps and i'll i'll show you how okay it's time for demo um so you guys were saying that sir any installation process is required or what yeah so you have to install docker from docker hub that's why docker begins it's easy enough for windows so just like docker for windows there are simple guide available just download the um, exe file install it even for a mac it's just a dmg file this installer and it will run and like most of the instruction even for ubuntu just single command or few few commands and it will just uh, uh, work on the system so installation is not that difficult and docker is all about the commands you know once you install it you'll have docker here docker running um they have a new dashboard which they come up with uh, which shows which images are the containers are running how many images do you have these are all the images then there is something called docker hub so docker hub is like a you know catalog like catalog for all the images available there so you can see postgres sql visibox ubuntu alpine redis node js all these images are available there basically you can just you know pull anything you want and run it in your system no issues is that easy so okay so while we are on the topic 
Redis is an open source key value store. So usually people use Redis for caching. So if you want to run Redis, you can just copy this Docker pull Redis and run it here. And it will, you see, it, it said it is pulling some layers, right? So there are different, different layers with these unique IDs assigned to them. So when I say layer, they are file system layers. Like there will be a kernel, there will be red, like some, uh, let's say you have to install Redis, then some configuration about Redis. All those things are uh, represented in layers and you get it. So, okay, now I got the image using Docker images command. We can see all the images installed on the system. This is fine, right? Size wise. So you can see the repository. So Redis. What is the size of it? Then ID and other details which are you know, required. So once we have the Redis ima uh, image, we can just run it Docker run command hyphen IT. So hyphen IT uh, enables interactive model. So we, uh, we can just you know, enter some commands in the container after it is running. Hyphen hyphen RM removes the container once we stop it. Like it's like a, a temporary container thing. So we just want to run it after this command is executed. And once we do control C and we don't, we'll just stop the container, it will be removed altogether from the system. Redis. And now Redis works on port 6379. 6379 colon 6379. So this statement hyphen P6379 colon 6379. So hyphen P is for port. And what it does is basically it attaches the 6379 port of this image to the 6379 port of the host system. So as I said, every Docker image has everything, like all the things it is it, uh, it is required. So as our system has uh, zero to two, five, five, three, something big number of ports, the same way every Docker container also has those many ports. And when we run a Docker image, like if I run it without this, nothing, yeah. Okay, it started Redis and everything. And let's say, so I have Redis uh, CLI installed on my system also. So if I do Redis dash CLI, it is say not connected because it is not able to connect to a Redis on this port because the port of this Docker container, which is running Redis is not yet open because of that the local is not able to, the local system is not able to access that port. So now if we add the statement, hyphen P 6379 colon 6379 enter. And now if I tried it, I'm connected now. I can just, you know, add some command like set name, get name, it will work. If I connect it again, it is still there. And the moment I control C, it is stopped. It won't work. So 
a basic example to how to run an image so redis is usually used for like uh, in development when you want to implement caching on your backend side or if you want to just you know uh, just save some data and quickly access it on, at that time we use redis but that doesn't mean i have to install redis on my system i can just do a docker pull i, I can have the image and whenever i want it i can spin it up i can then spin it down a simple example so uh, vs code has a lot of extensions uh, for docker so still running it say docker ps docker ps is used to list down the docker containers which are running and there is this one container it is it has been running and whenever you create a docker container without any name docker automatically attaches a name so they have a list of names and they can they just append them using uh, underscore and some random names generated actually pretty cool so docker i'm not sure to move you can copy the i this the vs code has the extension so you can just remove it from here okay so that was about docker images docker containers how to run a docker image how to list down docker images um okay now let's try so okay i think i'll show you the website so this is the website which we have created for uh, tech hut and i have the code of this website on my system and i'll show you how to dockerize it and run it in your local so this is the code dscms it has this index file which is running a node backend and of course it has this package.json file and all the dependencies so these dependencies and everything these are installed on my system already in node modules they are present but when i create a docker image it's a complete new environment right so we have to do the installations uh, like we have to tell docker container how to create an image we are actually creating a new image for this application dscms so when you want to do it just create a docker file without any extension d capital f small in your system and this is the syntax which is you, like it's kind of a set of instructions which docker daemon follows to create an image so from says like uh, we are we need a starting point right we are creating a new image but we are not starting from zero we need some starting point from which will uh, like will do some processing on that image so we take node image because we are running a node uh, server it, itself so we start from node version 14 then these are label where you can just add the authors now okay let's first run this node image and i'll show you what we have what do we have inside
that's interesting. So node will be an empty image when we begin with, and we have to install everything. Like you have to do, uh, first what we do is we copy the package.json file, which is here. And this package.json file, we copy it inside the uh, node image here in www slash package.json file. Once we have it there, we'll just do a CD, we'll change directory in www, and then we'll run npm install. So we have to do npm installation. And if you see this Docker ignore file here, so in that you'll find there is node modules. So while creating container, it will ignore the node modules folder. Cause node modules, this node modules is according to your laptop, your operating system, the node modules are installed here, but the underlying operating system of Docker can be different of your image can be different than your local system. So we just, we don't uh, take these files with us uh, while we're creating the container. And to run a manual NPM install inside node 14. So we'll have our own node modules folder in the image then we'll copy dot like we'll copy everything in that in this folder except the folders mentioned in docker ignore in www then we'll set that you know the working directory is www we'll assign the port that which particular port we want to open i think the statement came twice anyway it won't matter and we'll expose a particular a port like this is the port where the application is running in this particular Docker image. So using expose, we tell the outside world that this is the port. And then we'll start the application using npm start. So in order to create a Docker image using Docker file, you run dot slash Docker build hyphen t so hyphen t is used to give a name or a tag to your image so i'll say dscms and dot so dot means inside dscms folder inside this folder it will when we say this it will find the docker file and it will execute every statement one by one and say this is transferring all the context first from docker 14 so it is it, it is pulling the image and it copied the file back into this one it did the npm install then all the steps one by one are done and we got this image dscms okay sure docker ps CDS CMS latest 2.12 GB. Now, if you want to run this image, we'll do Docker 
run hyphen it hyphen hyphen rm and the name of image ds oh, port hyphen p so 9090 was the port and name of image dscms you see it is running index.js the npm run start command npm start so this command this entry point this executes when you start the uh, when you uh, run the image at that time it will uh, run this uh, command okay so let's see if it's working or not yeah okay the requests are going inside and it's working <clears throat> 